You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Welcome to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm Nicole Hurley. And I'm Joe Walzak. And we're from Skywire Media. Today we have a special guest joining us, Eric Adam. He is the Director of Research and Development here at Skywire. Hi, Eric. Thanks for joining us. Eric, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to being here. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you uh, giving us some time in your day-to-day to um, talk to us about your position here at Skywire and, and really dive deep into uh, Moby site development and other things that you do here at Skywire. So, um, like I mentioned, you are the Director of Research and Development. Um, you do a lot of mobile, sy- mobile system integration and Moby site development. Uh, can you just kind of let our listeners know what, what exactly you do? I mean, without taking too much time, because I know you're a man of many different yeah, what, is, what does that all mean? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, um, well, what it me- basically means is um, when you've got a mobile device, uh, an iPad or a, you know Android phone or whatever the case may be, and you need it to talk to some other system out there in the world, like maybe a database server or some other technology within your organization, uh, I write the piece of the puzzle that makes those two things communicate. Um, that's what systems integration means from a mobile standpoint. That ends up taking up a lot of my time, and we do a lot of enterprise development for that sort of thing. But the other thing that we do for small businesses or one-off events or uh, really anybody who needs it is uh, Moby site development and mobile application development. But um, I focus mostly on the, the Moby site side, um, which is basically building web websites that run uh, and are optimized for a mobile phone or a mobile device. 
I hear you have a, a pretty nice looking CMS you developed. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a CMS that we developed um, for what, mobile, um, mobile websites. What is a, a CMS? A content management system. I'm sorry. That's, Thank you. I need to avoid the, the fancy jargon <laughs> here. Uh, it's a content management system. It basically lets you uh, pull up a, a simple form so you don't need to know any programming and uh, with a little bit of um, just plain typing and drag and drop, you can build yourself a website to run on a mobile phone for your, you know, your business or event or occasion or whatever you need it for. Yeah. Um, now, I, there, I'm, I know that there's a lot of different languages that you can develop in, um, especially when it comes to developing for a mobile site. What is there benefits of choosing one of these languages over another? Or, at, I mean, I guess, could you at least outline which languages are appropriate to use when, when developing for a mobile site? Sure. That well, question makes any sense. No, it too. doesn't. Okay, it, it, cool. You're on the right track. Um, there are a lot of different technologies and languages out there that you can use for development of uh, of mobile sites or really anything out there on the web. A um, a big question that I hear a lot of these days is uh, HTML4 versus HTML5. That's one that comes up all the time. HTML5 has uh, gotten some... I guess, great marketing presence behind it on account of Apple. Um, Apple is pushing real big for HTML5 as a replacement to Flash because it avoids them having to uh, to deal with Adobe and integrating the Flash technology in. Um, I'm not a huge HTML5 guy. Uh, I, I mean, it definitely has its place, um, but it's not the magic bullet it's often made out to be. Um, it can do a lot of cool stuff. Um, it can do embedded video natively, which you can't do in traditional HTML4. I mean, there are embed tags, but it can't read. Um, you know, HTML4 can't read video the same way HTML5 can. Um, you can. There's also uh, what they call a canvas space that lets you draw things and do animation and that sort of thing. Um, it's not nearly as evolved as Flash is, but it's getting there. It's an evolving technology. Uh, it, it is not the be-all, end-all replacement that it's sometimes made out to be. And the biggest part is it's not necessarily standards adherent yet, which means that everybody's got to, they all kind of have their own different way of implementing it. So what you write in one thing might not necessarily work in another place, and it's not officially a standard yet, so nobody has to play by the same rules. Um, so that's some of the minuses to, to watch out for. But all in all, like I said, it can do a lot of cool things that we've never been able to do before. Um in addition to the HTML side of things, you've also got technologies like uh, jQuery and uh, various JavaScript frameworks um, that can make your phone do all sorts of really neat stuff um, that you wouldn't think you could do from a web page. Um, jQuery is one of the more popular engines. There's actually an a entire sub-classification of it called jQuery Mobile that's just designed for building Mobi sites that interact more like an application does than a web page, and it's sort of a neat user experience. So there's a lot of options out there, a lot you can research if anyone's interested in getting into that, that space as a developer. So what are, those, uh, what are some of the c- cool things that you can do with, uh, with the jQuery? Um, well, jQuery has a, uh, a series of different components that you can drop in. So if you want a standardized look and feel across your site um, without having to go in and develop all the, the little nitty-gritty about how a button's going to react to being pressed or whatever little thing's going to look like, you can just basically say, I want these menu items and have it appear like, like a like a mobile app should look, you know. Um, you can have uh, different sliders and, and controls, user interface tools that, that give you the opportunity to, to interact with the user, and that's all kind of handled for you, so that you can deal with the design side of it and deal with the logic side of it, which is what a developer should be doing, rather than getting mired up in all the nitty gritty. Right. Okay. Now you said there's a fine line um, between um, an app and a mobile site. Now, um, 
what's the, you know, when a company is deciding that they want to, you know, expand into a mobile realm, uh, what types of things should they consider or what, what should they look at when deciding if they should roll out a Mobi site versus an app? Uh, well, it really depends a lot on what you want to do. Um, if your goal is only to take the information that you've got on your website and make it accessible to people on their mobile phone. Please um, do not develop an app. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Don't, you're overkilling to develop an app in that case. Um, a, a Mobi site is, is basically the same kind of thing you can get on a regular web page, but formatted and designed for a mobile phone, which, of course, comes with its own challenges and, and conditions and things like that. But if you're going to go into something that's a lot more interactive or um, can make use of some of the features in the phone, like uh, accelerometers and GPS and things like that, that's not necessarily exposable to the web in the same way that you would get from doing a native app, is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it usually comes down to complexity and cost, um, cost being an important point. It's a lot more expensive for a lot of small businesses to develop an app than a Mobi site. So um, that's also something to consider. Yeah, so through an app, you can you can actually access a lot more and, and utilize the phone to its um, to its highest potential. You know, you can use your iPhone and shake it, and it, it'll do something in the app. Whereas if you wanted to have that same function in a Mobi site, that's really not possible there, right? Yeah, not not without um, unnecessary complication. Yeah, you can um, you can do a lot more with an app. It's also a lot more complicated development process. So you kind of weigh the pros and the cons. Yeah, absolutely. So now you can do um, HTML5 can be used to do uh, a website and an app. Is that is that correct? Um, or straighten me out on that. That, one. that is partially correct. That's actually a misconception that I get a lot. Um, people will come to me and well, why can't you just develop this app in HTML5? And the truth is, HTML5 is not an app development language. It's a web development language. Uh, so. The iPhone has a, a nifty little trick where you can actually save an HTML5 website as an icon on your, your home screen so it'll look like an app. It'll feel like an app, but it isn't actually an app. It doesn't have access to all the additional stuff that you can do with a true mobile app that's developed in native code for that particular device. Okay. Interesting. Now, earlier you had mentioned um, the accelerometer. Uh, it sounds to me like you made that word up. Did you... <laughs> Did you make that up, or is that actually something that's on the phone? That is actually something that's on the phone. That's, um, I know that sounds like the mobile equivalent of the flux capacitor, but it is a real thing. Uh, the accelerometer is a little device that's built into most phones these days. Um, if you have a Android or, a, or an iPhone, not a BlackBerry like Nicole has oh, over there. Stop it. Nicole does <laughs> have a BlackBerry with her today. Uh, but the accelerometer detects movement and uh, whether something's tilting or turning. It's the sort of thing where if you've got uh, applications, for example, that would have a ball falling from the screen, you can turn your phone to uh, steer it. That's the kind of thing you use an accelerometer for. Okay. But I was talking about shaking your phone, right? When did you right. say that? Yeah. You did. You said shaking your phone. Get with it. Oh, okay. So, anyways, Eric, um, what are your biggest hurdles when you're developing a Mobi site? What is one? Of, you know, what's the biggest hurdle to um, actually developing that site? Well, the the biggest thing that um, I run into is people tend to think of uh, the mobile space as very uniform. So they have their iPhone in their pocket, and they will assume that whatever something looks like on their iPhone is what's going to look like on their friend's iPhone versus their 
boyfriend's Android phone versus someone else's BlackBerry versus whatever. Nicole, Nicole's BlackBerry. Nicole's for BlackBerry, for instance. That I, seems like a good spot to just like let's take a break real let's quick. Let's take a break. We'll let you cool Get down a little bit. Get rid of the bit. BlackBerry. We're going to come back to that question, Eric. Um, you're you're listening to Mobile Presence on Webmaster Radio FM. We're going to take a quick break from our sponsors. I'm Nicole Hurley, and I'm Joe Walzak, and we've got Eric Adam here with us, and we're from Skywire Media. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Warning. Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm Nicole Hurley. And I'm Joe Walzak. And today we have a special guest, Eric Adam, with us today. He is the Director of Research and Development here at Skywire. Um, before we went on our break, Eric, you were just getting to what is your biggest hurdle for developing uh, a Mobi site? Right. Well, as I was saying, the, the biggest challenge that I run into is the lack of uniformity among devices. Um, like I said, everybody seems to think that their device is going to be what looks one way on their phone is what's going to look the same way on everyone else's phone. In reality, every different mobile device is different. Um, for those of us, and there's a lot of webmasters out there listening to, to this, and I'm sure some of you are developing websites 
back in the mid to late 90s, you remember the, the first iteration of the browser wars where things looked different on Netscape versus Internet Explorer. Um, and we have that today, again, but times 100 because every mobile phone displays things differently. And not only that, um, in a lot of cases, for example, uh, Android, there's not really a standard for browsers. Everybody uses their own thing. So um, it, it's tons and tons of different display options that are out there. Resolutions are different. Aspect ratios are different. Uh, pixel densities are different. Um, browser implementation, different technology is different. So it's it's really impossible to develop one thing that will look consistent and accurate across every different platform that's out there. So if you're out there looking to uh, purchase a, a Mobi site or a mobile app, um, be sure to consider not necessarily what it's going to look like on your phone, but what it's going to look like on your customer's phone. And that's really an important thing to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. So there's not uh, there's not a whole lot of 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 standard I guess standardization across platforms. Uh, as far as the, all the different Android devices, so you got different. Well, the um, the Android device itself uh, it runs the Android operating system, which has a couple of different iterations. Um, there's Android Ice Cream Sandwich and Honeycomb and all the other cute names that I'm sure everybody's heard. Um, but in terms of the actual devices, because the operating system is open source, <clears throat> outside of the platform being being the same. Uh, in terms of the operating system, how the individual device manufacturer chooses to implement that and what they want to do with it is kind of up to them. So they can say, well, my phone's going to have a 720 by 458 resolution, for example. And some other manufacturer can say, well, mine's going to be 1024 by 768. And if suddenly you have two different phones running the same operating system in radically different resolutions looking at the same page, it's not going to look the same across both formats. Okay. Now, is this something that um, when you get it down, down packed the first time, like you have a Mobi site up and running, it's looking right on, uh, you know, on across all these platforms. Um, is it easy to just take that, um, you know, I guess that skeleton of it and, and reuse that when it comes to the aspect ratio and when it comes to... Um, you know, is it something that once you got it down once, you got it, you got it down going forward, or is it something you have to start all over again for each different Mobi app? It's something you, you kind of have to start all over every time you start with a new design. Um, that's actually where frameworks uh, like the jQuery Mobile that I was mentioning earlier are really useful, and that they've already kind of got that work standardized and done. And there's one UI that's already been developed to accommodate for all those challenges, and you don't have to spend as much time fighting with it. Um, the disadvantage to going that way is, of course, if you want something that doesn't look like everything else that's out there, then more time and, and development costs are going to go into creating that because you have to accommodate for all the challenges that would have been handled for you. Hmm. Absolutely. So why is it so important to have a Mobi site? I don't know if we touch base on this. Um, in your eyes, what? why is it important for – I mean, we know why. I'm sure you know why. Yeah, like, if you, you say, know. hey, I've already got a website. What do I need a Mobi site for? Right. Well, the the thing to remember is that um, smartphones are are becoming a huge, huge portion of the mobile phone market. They're the majority of phones at this point, um, and that number is only going up like crazy. Not just here in the U.S., but internationally, um, as the cost of the the devices decrease, more and more people adopt them. And if you look at a normal website on your phone, 
it's really not that it doesn't look very good. You have to do a lot of zooming in and out and panning around to try and find something. Which, let me pause you right quick. I think this, this reminds me of Steve Jobs when he introduced the first iPhone, how he was so excited. I think everyone remembers the New York Times um, you know, website that he was at, and he's showing you, you have access to the, you know, all of the Internet. And look, if you want to see something, you just zoom, you pan, and now... That's frustrating. That's, yeah, we that's, don't want it's that, right? Yeah, you so don't I just wanna... wanted to just briefly say that. I just think that's yeah. No, you, you, Steve Jobs was very visionary, but um, assuming that users will want to be scrolling left and right all over a page and trying to read things in little broken hunks is, is not really a good way to go. Instead, you have Moby site development, uh, which lets you build sites that are designed specifically to be viewed on a mobile phone, so that the user experience is is a lot. There's less friction involved for the user. They don't have to work so hard to uh, to enjoy your website. Um, so even if you do have a traditional website out there, um, most of the time, if someone's going to be out on the go, um, say your your website is on a, a billboard or a, a sign somewhere. In the past, before the sort of revolution that brought in mobile devices and smartphones, that person would have to remember your URL and wait till they got back home to their computer so they could key it in and take a look. Well, now they can just pull out their, their phone and tap in a, a URL or even scan a QR code, and it'll pull it right up. Um, but if that, if that site isn't designed in such a way as to make that experience work well for them, they're just going to give up. They're not even going to go back to it when they get home, and you've missed that opportunity to engage your customer. So it's really, really important that you provide... A, an interface to the user that they can consume right then and there when they want it. I also think it's important to provide the user um, an alternative option here. Um, you know, you're giving them this great Moby site, but at times um, there might be a reason why they need to see your full site on their mobile device. And with that being said, is it difficult to to include a view full site button on these Moby sites? No, and that's a good point. It's a design consideration that should be taken, and uh, it's not really all that hard to do. It's just something that I think a lot of developers don't think to do, um, and there are plenty of times when, you know, oh, I saw something on their website on my computer, and now I'm on my phone, but now everything's in a different spot, and I can't find what I was looking for, and it just becomes easier to, to look at it the way that it did, and, and moving back and forth between the two isn't really a whole lot of challenge. It's just a, a matter of having the forethought to put something like that in place. Okay, yeah. Is there, from a developer, is there um, a way, because I know on my Android I got very frustrated because I was trying to view the Facebook site not in the Moby version, but opening my browser and, and bringing it to there, it would always, no matter if I typed in Facebook.com, it always pulled up. So I'd have to Google, you know, view Facebook on non-Moby site, using a mobile device, and there was a URL link. And when I click that, all of a sudden, I have the full site. Is there a URL link that, you know, you just have to put something in front of this Mobi site to, to make that happen, or is that just... Uh, unfortunately, no, there's no standard way to do it. Okay. Um, but what you, what you should do is bookmark that site. And what you should probably <laughs> do is uh, email the development staff at, at Facebook and say, hey, why is it so hard to get to your regular site from the, from the mobile space? Because that's really a design problem. All right, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors real quick. You're listening to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. I'm Nicole Hurley. And I'm Joe Walzak. Our guest with us today is Eric Adam, and we'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. 
How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Let's go inside the WebmasterRadio.fm production studio, where the production team is stitching up podcasts to load up into the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Rock on, Laurie, and rock the world with LinkedIn. Welcome to Domain Masters, a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. Hey, I want to welcome you to this edition of the SEO Rockstars. Hi, this is Bennett Kelly, and you're listening to the Cyber Law and Business Report. And welcome to CEO Coach. Listen to all of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm podcasts without downloading. Only on the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Just click on the Stitcher banner on our website. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement. WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a PhD. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm Nicole Hurley. And I'm Joe Walzak. Our guest today is Eric Adam, who is the Director of Research and Development here at Skywire Media. Thanks again for joining us today, Eric. So go right ahead. So, Eric, we had talked uh, a couple weeks ago. We had... Um, we had Thomas, our COO, on the on the show, and we talked uh, briefly about uh, mobile device management and how uh, Microsoft was uh, was rolling out a uh, a suite to handle that. Um, and how does that kind of play out? Uh, you were talking about the all the the uh, differences between the Android devices and the different uh, the different hardware platforms and the different manufacturers. How does that play in with with the mobile device management? You know, if you're if you're in an uh, an enterprise situation, if you're you know you, your company's providing phones for everybody, um, you know BlackBerry can can manage. But what about other smartphones like Apple and Android? And mm-hmm. how does well, that play out? Actually, it's, it's funny you bring up BlackBerry because that's um, something that they've recently rolled out is a uh, enterprise mobile app uh, management tool that'll that'll work for. Not just BlackBerry, but uh, iPhone and, and Android, and I believe Windows Phone as well. Um, and, and there's a lot of tools like that that are starting to come out. Um, the big problem that you run into in an enterprise is, yeah, a lot of times companies will issue a phone to somebody, but a lot of people have a lot of disparate systems within an organization. A lot of people say, I already have an iPhone. Why do I need to carry around a second one? And I'm willing to just use this, so let's do that. Um, the problem, of course, that you run into there is it's very, very hard to manage 
um, the, the the company owned property, the emails, the apps, the the you know passwords, that that sort of thing, from all these different mobile platforms out there. And we're starting to see a few of these suites come out. Um, a lot of the bigger companies are becoming aware that this is an issue. Um, Microsoft being one of them, BlackBerry being another, and there's a couple more in the works. I think Apple might be working on something as well, if I recall. Um, but that's sort of designed to empower you a little bit more to do things like remote wipe of um, of different corporate info, that sort of thing. Um, I do know that the Android platform, uh, a while back now, put in some features to let you set up access to an exchange server um, to download your email and then include the ability to remotely wipe that information from a computer in the event that an employee is terminated or whatever the case may be. So there's more options becoming available for it, and I think that's something that we're going to see growing a lot um, as these devices become more ubiquitous. Companies are going to want more control over um, what people can and can't do with their phones. So we'll see that grow a lot in the near future here. All right. So they um, do they offer? Do you know if they offer the ability? Because I, from what I recall, is uh, with Blackberries, you used to be able to wipe the Blackberry if it was lost or stolen, or say you you, you, you terminate somebody, uh, you could wipe the Blackberry. But again, as you brought up, if it's if it's my phone. And all I do is I have company email and maybe an app or two, but everything else is my personal stuff. Do you have the ability to control that just those apps go away or just that email goes away? Um, I'm going to speak out of line a little bit because I haven't got to play with the software yet, but I believe so. I think that the, the function of the entire thing is, uh, is to really let you pick and choose what they access in, in terms of your company info from their device. Um, However, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to note that as saying I could very well be wrong. So if anyone from, from Blackberry is listening and wants to correct me, please let us know. Because <laughs> well, I just want I can imagine how angry Nicole would be if, if her device got wiped after she got, she got fired and they wiped out all of her apartment buildings or, or all of her, her angry bird games or something like that. It would just be yeah, it'd you be can devastating. take a lot from people who don't take their Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah. don't don't mess with the birds. Uh, you know, Eric, uh, we're winding down the show right now. I just wanted to. You said something earlier that was really making me laugh inside, um, regarding how it looks a lot different on each phone. It does. And it reminded me of a time that you were developing for somebody, and they kept looking at an outdated old BlackBerry and talking. <laughs> doesn't look right. Uh, so just with that being said, if you're developing a Mobi app or you're developing a mobile site, uh, do your developer a favor and get an up-to-date phone, uh, right, to, yeah. well, to be looking at it. Uh, yeah, for as much as I complain about what users put me through, um, the reality of the situation is that as developers, our role is to design something that, that works for their environment. That said, um, it's not necessarily important to, to have one phone or another um, to please your developer. It's more important to develop for your audience. Like, who, who is your customer base? What are they likely to be using? If you do a little bit of demographic study, see what the age range and um, you know, your general user base is going to look like, you can probably get a pretty good idea of what their devices are going to be and really optimize for that as opposed to spending a lot of time and development money um, building something that really isn't going to see a whole heck of a lot of use just because it happens to look good on your phone. <laughs> I, well, Eric, thank you so much for um, giving us some time today and, and joining us. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. I'm yeah. glad to have been here. <laughs> thank you. We really do appreciate it. Um, we will be back next week, Wednesday at 9 Pacific, noon Eastern. 
right? I believe that's correct. That is correct. Um, between now and then, if you'd like to keep up with Joe and myself, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash skywiremedia, or on Twitter, our handle is at skywiremedia. And as always, you can visit our blog at blog.skywiremedia.com. And there you have it. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for joining us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.